You're listening to SBS News in Easy English. My name's Tina Quinn. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the deal struck at the UN Climate Summit in Glasgow has sounded the death knell for coal. It is beyond question that Glasgow has sounded the death knell for coal power. COP26 was never going to be able to, to halt climate change. As you rightly say, we were never going to be able to stop it now in its tracks at uh, Glasgow. That was never on the cards. But what people thought we could conceivably do was slow the rate of increase. We can lobby, we can conjole, uh, we can encourage, but we cannot force sovereign nations to do what they do not wish to do. It comes as last-minute changes watered down important language about the fossil fuels industry, opting for phase-down rather than to phase-out coal power. As the single biggest source of greenhouse gas, several countries, including small island states, have said they are very disappointed by the change. COP26 conference president Alok Sharma says China and India will have to justify the change after their insistence on rewording the deal. Meanwhile, Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison has disagreed with UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's statement that coal is on its way out. Some Liberal MPs have said they want Australia to commit to stronger 2035 emissions cuts, with New South Wales MP Dave Sharma stating it is possible to reduce emissions by 40 to 45 percent in that time period. Mr Morrison says investment in manufacturing and technology will be key to a national economic reboot. Do you agree that COP26 sounded the death knell on coal? No, no, I don't believe it did. And, and for all of those who are working in that industry in Australia, they'll continue to be working in that industry for decades to come uh, because there will be a transition that will occur over a long period of time. I make no apologies for Australia standing up for our national interests, whether they be our security interests or our economic interests. We have a balanced plan to achieve net zero by 2050, but we're not going to make rural and regional Australians pay for that. ABC chair Ita Butros has raised concerns that a government inquiry into the national broadcaster's complaints handling processes could be an attempt to weaken its independence and oust its board. New South Wales Liberal Senator Andrew Bragg will lead a Senate inquiry into ABC and SBS complaints policies, following alleged concerns over the public broadcaster's review process for editorial guidelines. Ms Butros has called on the Senate to either terminate or suspend the inquiry and says the government is trying to intimidate the ABC. Labor's spokesperson for communications, Michelle Rowland, has told SBS that this is anything but normal practice. It is not a normal Senate inquiry. Uh, this is a uh, government that is determined to mute the national broadcaster. And there is, exactly as Ida Buttrose said, a sound reason why there is independent complaints handling of our public broadcasters. Because if politicians determine how the national broadcaster's complaint system runs, then they can influence what is reported. And let's be clear, the ABC and SBS are public broadcasters. They are not state broadcasters. The Polish border guard has accused security forces on the Belarusian side of preparing stranded migrants there to storm the border fence. 
Many tents are said to have been cleared at the camp in Belarus, directly opposite Poland's border crossing of Kuznica. In a tweet, one guard accused Belarusian officials of equipping migrants with tear gas and giving them instructions on how to cross. Polish police used loudspeakers to warn the crowds in English that violence would be used if they did not follow instructions. Reports are difficult to verify since journalists and aid workers have been denied access to the area since Poland declared a state of emergency along its border. In cricket, Australia has beaten New Zealand to claim its first ever 2020 World Cup title in Dubai. The Black Caps were defeated by eight wickets. Mitch Marsh made 77 runs and David Warner 53, while Josh Hazelwood took three wickets. Glenn Maxwell reached their target with seven balls to spare. The call from Fox Sports. Maxwell looks to finish it and he might have done it as well. Five times 50 over men's World Cup champions, a team that can never ever be written off and have finally got their hands on a men's T20 World Cup trophy and it is richly deserved. You've been listening to SBS News in Easy English. My name's Tina Quinn.